This is the Tom Bigby Tales. I'm your host, Shannon Evans. I write about a small town in Northeast Mississippi called Columbus. And sometimes I write about the rest of the state. This episode is titled The Mississippi School for Math and Science, Bill 2715. Almost 40 years ago, local educators and swim coach Carl Butler, my mother Pat Brooks Ross, MUW's own Dr. Porter, Dr. Sweeney, Sini, Sini, and Dr. Mims, and other area educators gathered to address the need for a special magnet high school of the best and brightest students, where they had equal access to top-of-the-line laboratories and instruction that most of the small rural schools that Mississippi students had zero access to. These concerned citizens and faculty from, from Mississippi University for Women met with Dr. Sini of the MUW Center for the Gifted and Talented, and he and his staff would draft the proposal for the creation of the Mississippi School for Math and Science in 1983. By 1988, MSMS, the abbreviation for the school, opened its doors on the Mississippi University for Women campus. It became the first public residential high school in Mississippi. Representative Charlie Capps of Cleveland, Mississippi introduced legislation to create the school, making it the fourth such school in the nation. The charter for the school was that it was free, academically rigorous, recruited students of varied backgrounds and experiences, and would be focused on the math and science and be a pioneer in the field of gifted education and STEM curriculum. MSMS students throughout its 40 year history have seen its graduates enter some prestigious schools such as Harvard, Yale, Princeton, among other Ivy and light Ivy schools. They have also attended Ole Miss, Mississippi State, MUW, Mississippi College, University of Southern Mississippi, Vanderbilt, University of Texas, University of Tennessee, Georgetown University, Samford, and Stanford, as well as UCLA and USC schools. It has produced military academy grads and Rhodes Scholars. Mississippi University for Women, in conjunction with MSMS faculty, have helped the students, juniors and seniors, the brightest of the state, and some of the best academic students in our states, get into the best colleges and university in our country with the programs and support of the Mississippi University for Women campus. So why on earth does Mississippi State want to remove the students from the smaller, closer-knit, smaller size classes and supportive atmosphere of MUW's liberal arts campus to a large research-based facility of over 20,000 students where MSMS students will have zero access to labs, where as one academic friend astutely pointed out, when undergraduates at a university get zero access to labs, or support from faculty, why would high school students 
think they would get the same type of treatment and better and have access to the things that they normally have access to at MUW. Why would leadership at Mississippi State want the MSMS campus to move? Because Bill 2715 will further drive a nail in the W's demise, assuring Mississippi State University of gaining the dollars of MSMS's budget and if and when the W closes and if they assume those programs, the $40 million plus budget, a vibrant nursing program, a brand new state-of-the-art culinary building and program, and the education program that is so widely respected at Mississippi University for Women. Land-starved Mississippi State campus has been trying to acquire a nursing program and the space to spread out. If state were to get MSMS and the W, they would solve that issue of how to keep the MSMS students contained and with laboratory and classroom access. They would have one of the finest nursing programs and teaching facilities in the Southeastern U United States, and they would have room to grow their education programs on said W campus, assuming they kept the doors of the actual buildings open and stayed in Columbus. But the same could be said for the University of Mississippi. The University of Mississippi could acquire all the older buildings on campus and do the same things with the same programs. So the same types of programs that they are eager to spread out to. But do they want to acquire all the older buildings on campus and with them their many needs? Is that good for Columbus if Mississippi State or whatever school takes over the programs? If they pilfer the students and programs and move them to Starkville or Oxford and board up the, board up the campus, no, it would not be good for Columbus. There are so many questions and so many variables. While nothing has happened yet, we know the IHL and Mississippi State Legislature have said the current number of public colleges and universities in Mississippi is not sustainable. A bill, while unlikely to pass this time, proposes shutting three colleges in the state by 2028. The W is in trouble, as are Delta State, Alcorn, and Mississippi Valley State University. The W, at its 1990s heyday, only enrolled 3,100 students. Right now, its current enrollment is around 2,200 students. For a college now dependent on largely on tuition, which is the second lowest in the state, even if at max enrollment, the college is not a sustainable model as it is. 3,300 students paying $8,000 a year for tuition only generates about $26,400,000 in tuition funds. That is small beans by today's standard tuition-supported funding. This is almost identical to the max capacity potential for Mississippi Valley State University, which is also on the chopping block. Alcorn currently has almost 4,000 students enrolled. Delta State has 2,500. MUW has a $36 million state appropriation and a $63 million total operation budget. This is a tidy sum for another university like Mississippi State to inherit. 
the alumni banded together to protest the W's name change due to lack of transparency and inclusion in the process most recently. They called the W and they called their state senators and their and um, their House representatives. Now they, we, need to make just as much noise and just as many calls back to those same legislators and to demand that MSMS stays on campus and that they vote no to closing the W. While the W has internal leadership issues, those are fixable, but they won't be fixable if the history of the school can't be set and the history of the school can't be saved if we, you, all of us don't call and email our legislators to do two things. One, keep the W off the closure list. And in order to keep it off that list, we need to politely and firmly inform our legislators to vote no on Bill 2715, authored by Dennis DeBar Jr., to move MSMS away from, from Columbus, Mississippi. We need to tell them to keep MSMS at MUW, where it was created and where it belongs. The citizens of Columbus and Lowndes County need to make the same phone call. We must keep the school on campus in Columbus, and we must keep the Columbus campus at MUW open. We can address the rest of our problems with the W and its aging buildings if and only if we keep MSMS on campus. Contact your state legislator at legislature.ms.gov backslash contact. Use the drop-down menus and contact both your House of Representative members and your Senate. Senators, I want to thank you for coming on my little podcast, The Tom Bigby Tales, and I hope you take action and help us to save MUW and keep MSMS on the MUW campus. Thank you, and don't forget to call your senator. <laughs>